Hey, listeners, this is Marcia Epstein on Talk With Me, and it's in October of 2017 in Lawrence, Kansas, where allergies are rampant. So if I sound weird, that's the explanation. And maybe I sound like this always. I don't know. I can't really tell. I am getting to do a show with a guest at my table with me, which is a special treat. Um, Actually, I did that recently, and it is really nice. Other times I get to just pretend they're there with me as we talk through the internets. Anyway, today my guest is Brandon Eisman, who does these very cool things. I'm going to kind of leave it at that. You'll get to hear what they are. Um, Although these are things that, that happen in the Lawrence, Kansas area, it's also the case that this is about another art form that I think is really important. And I'll just give you the teaser and then you'll know what we're talking about. You know, every year on World Suicide Prevention Day, I host an event called Word Save Lives. And it includes a variety of performances. And in 2016, right before September 10th, the date for Word Save Lives, I was listening to NPR and Terry Gross was talking with RuPaul. And I heard RuPaul say what I hadn't been thinking about. He said, drag saves lives. And I thought, oh my gosh, every year at Word Save Lives, we need to have drag performance as well as the poetry and comedy and storytelling and music that we had evolved into. And we got to do that in 2017. I also want to give a local shout out um, related to drag performance. The person who performed at Word Save Lives 2017 was Ms. Amanda Love, also known as Nate Stitt. And here's the thing, it was the perfect, perfect ending to this night of a variety of ups and downs in terms of intensity. And Nate hosts the show each week in Lawrence, Kansas on Thursday nights at the Jazz House. And when I went there, what I experienced was this amazing, inclusive, safe, fun environment for a whole bunch of people that honestly didn't look so much like they had a lot in common. It wasn't just one set of people, but it was people who were having a blast. And that reminded me again of what RuPaul said, drag saves lives. All these art forms that bring people together, that really help people know they belong, they're valued, they could have a good time. Maybe the art helps bring up some things that they haven't said out loud, but they need to know other people have experienced it. It's an amazing thing to me. And so I'm really happy today to have Brandon Eisman, AKA Deja Brooks. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be back. It's great to be back sitting at your table, Uh. visiting with you. So for people to know just a little bit about you and then we'll launch into conversation, what's what's a little bit of background about you and the kinds of things you might talk about? Yeah. So, Deja Brooks is my stage name. I've been performing since 2004, roughly. Yeah, um, I got questioned that this week for Camp Magazine and it made me start to think, gosh, how long have I been performing? But it's been since just about 2004. Um, Drag to me is an art form and um, like you said, it brings different walks of life together. And it's, for me, entertainment uh, entertainment purposes. For entertainment purposes, um, stages uh, awesome for me because I can transform myself into um, another character and feel comfortable on stage. Um, who else am I? Well, I'm a parent. I have a beautiful 11-year-old boy who is now in middle school so we're going through middle (laughs) school life and uh and then um it's really about community involvement for myself and just um doing what's right for our community and for myself that's wonderful and you recently did something that i think is so cool and i haven't been available the two times you've done it but but reading Deja Brooks <laughs> reading Rainbow at the Lawrence Public Library, I think that is awesome. It is awesome. So um, if you look at the larger cities in the United States, uh, New York, uh, San Francisco, Chicago, um, they have drag queen story time. And it truly is just that. 
It's a drag queen um, sharing stories, reading stories. Some involve singing and dancing. Uh Some involve, you know, jokes and knock-knock jokes. Um, But the Lawrence Public Library, you know, as diverse as Lawrence is, reached out and said, we want this in Lawrence. Would you be interested in for sure. I grabbed onto that <laughs> so quickly because heck yeah. I mean, kids to me, that's just life. So I started out wanting to be an elementary school teacher oh. and uh, in college that of course changed as it does for a lot of people, but this was just one more way for me to be involved with kiddos and what better way than to bring a character to them um, in a fun, exciting environment. And so in June, which was Pride Month, um, the Lawrence Public Library hosted Deja's Reading Rainbow for the first time. And we had um, an unbelievable turnout. We had 155 wow. people there in the auditorium and um, from babies to grandparents. Uh-huh. And then um, this month, October 8th, we had our second story time. Um, with um, a lot more surrounding it, uh-huh. a lot more uh, visibility to the community. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, so we had two more people than last time. So we had 157 people there this time, which was amazing. And I would probably, it's probably say- probably as much as the fire marshal would allow. <laughs> well, they questioned, should we be opening the doors to allow? And, um, there was a lot pertaining around that and we can, we can dive into that, but um, 157 people to come That's to cool. story time on a Sunday afternoon is pretty great. It's yes. just pretty great. And, you know, again, we had from babies to grandparents there and they were there truly because it's something fun. It's something different. Uh-huh. It's something unique. And it's about acceptance and love. Yes. And, yes. Um, yeah, the Lawrence Journal World did a great article about the event. Yeah. And it was um, published in Saturday, uh, October 7th paper. And from that, well, I woke up to that Saturday morning um, with a lot of uh, hate, if you will. Oh. Yeah, just, um, I was totally taken back and surprised by some of the comments and the feedback that was given on um, their social media site. It wasn't their direct responses to the ljworld.com, but it was their direct responses or posts to um, their Facebook site. Uh-huh. So there's um, about over 300 comments and uh, wow. over a thousand likes and dislikes to it. And so <clears throat> um, I had a moment of, are we doing what we need to do here? Is this, should I be doing this? And I, and I really started questioning um, the event itself because not only am I a parent, but my son is gonna be with me walking from the parking garage to the library itself. And if you think about it, it doesn't look like a big walk, but when you're in drag, Uh when you're in heels Uh (laughs) and a dress and you're walking from point A to point B, that's a long walk. Uh And you just don't know what our society or culture is like at this moment. It's so up in the air that I, I literally just, well, I had a couple meltdowns <laughs> because yeah. um, the gene ramps of the community and what they perceive Deja Brooks or Brandon Eisman, truly myself, um, they're mistaken. And so I, I just had to stop and tell myself, you know what, what we're doing is exactly what's needed. Yes. It is truly about opening the eyes to children, to adults, to different walks of life. Yes. Um, <laughs> Deja's Reading Rainbow is not an event where I uh, talk about being gay. I don't force um, being a drag queen on them. It's truly a character that's coming, who is reading books, uh-huh. seriously, reading books about love and acceptance and being different. Uh-huh. That's what it's about. That's hugely important. <laughs> that's what it's about. It's yeah. not about being gay or lesbian or bi or transgender. It's about just accepting one another yes. um, and loving who you are. 
You know, if yeah. you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else, right? I think that's, that's a RuPaul line right there. Um, you know, and RuPaul is bringing drag to the forefront, to people's eyes every day. Um, but great for Lawrence, Kansas, and great for the Lawrence Community Library, yeah. um, public library, really, to, like, bring this out and make Lawrence just, again, another unique place yeah. in Kansas. Yeah, and, you know, for me, I think about the kids in the audience and the kids who hear about this who who need that acceptance uh -huh. and yeah. need to know. You know, some people may know, and I think you read it the first time, My Princess Boy, uh -huh. and that lovely story. And I think about a friend of mine whose little boy, when he was a little boy, he he's always, his, his art is ballet, and he was drawn to that really young. Okay. And he liked the women characters and the women costumes. Sure. But by the time this little guy was kindergarten age, he knew things just because you learn this, that his favorite pink Crocs, he couldn't wear to school yeah. because people would make fun of him. Yeah. You it's know? Sad. And it's like, yeah. And that, <laughs> it's like, sad because yeah. that's yeah. his expression. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. yeah. And, and things that, you know, so it's like, and, and so we don't want, anybody to think there's something wrong with you yeah. because of who you are and what you like to wear you know so so for some kids it's a it's or that who you're friends with or yeah, yeah. it's truly that life-saving affirming thing for some people it's just fun and cool mm -hmm. you know but it's important and i and i it's funny because for me and i i've talked about this recently because it's really been on my mind i used to think like I used to think things like I, I've never had bumper stickers on my car for a lot of reasons, but, and, and I don't have a lot of message t-shirts, but I got involved with um, trans lifeline when they were opening, which is a crisis service for and by the trans and gender nonconforming community. So all the people who answer the calls are people who are, are people who are trans. Uh, anyway. So, so I, I, at this meeting for, um, Girls Rock Lawrence, which I help with, and yeah. the mental health team. I, I was leading the mental health team that year. I wore my Trans Lifeline T-shirt for a variety of reasons. Some of our instructors are trans. Some of the kids are trans. And I just wanted to, to make that clear statement because the name is an international name, Girls Rock Camps. And that's a problem because it's not only for girls. It's just not for people who identify as boys. Sure. Be a trans boy, but right. not a boy boy. Right. Anyway, so, so I wear this shirt. And to condense the story... Not just because of me, but but the shirt became a door opener. Mm -hmm. And there is a young <laughs> trans boy who's living with his aunt in Lawrence, Kansas now because his mom and dad and stepdad were so supportive that they wanted him to be in a better community yeah. than the small town where he was growing up. And that door, that uh, T-shirt literally yeah. would cause that adult to talk to me and then over the past, you know, the, the year plus after that, mm -hmm. you know, this this thing happened. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We need to have those things. Deja is so important. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Um, great story, by the way. And I'm so glad that that young man um, has Lawrence or has a community that um, is so diverse that would accept him and yeah. Truly let him shine. Yeah. Um, at the story time, we had uh, a surprise because Fox 4 News picked up on the story and decided to come and film at um, at the story time. And um, again, my emotions just kind of started taking over because I'm like, well, how is Fox 4 going to perceive this? How are they going to take the story and shine some light on not only the library, but our community and what I'm doing. Um, and it was great. Like, it was great. They stayed behind because <laughs> um, after I read, we do a craft and, but everyone wants to take a picture. Everyone wants to have their, their photo up. And so, uh -huh. you know, you think about 157 people there. Well, at least, you know, you're taking 75 to 100 photos. Wow. And so... It's just one photo after the next and from babies. And <laughs> again, I just love it. But, you know, uh, the newscast, um, uh, um, they stayed behind. And 
filmed after, you know, we finished with the photos because they didn't want to interrupt what was happening, nice. which was great. And the reporter, she was lovely. Um, and so it aired that night, Sunday night, um, just about 10, 10 p.m. You know, it's engraved in my head now. <laughs> um, but after that, um, besides seeing myself on TV and a sweaty mess that I become when I'm in drag <laughs> um, and the hair disarray, but um, it was a great, a great segment. Um, it truly highlighted and, you know, did shine upon the library and Deja and what we were doing. But again, I was not expecting the aftermath uh -huh. of what came with that. And, you know, I thought the Morris Journal World Post and article was great. Um, the comments, not so great. And some were like truly supportive. Like some were like, oh yeah, definitely behind you 100%. But then started coming the comments from the, the news segment. And it has been liked, disliked um, over a thousand times, mm -hmm. 800, over 800 comments. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I can laugh about it now, um, but man, you just learn so much about yourself. <laughs> from who I am, what I am, what I've done, um, what gay men are in this world, what trans men are. I, I am not a trans man. Um, I support all walks or of life. Or a trans woman. Or a trans woman, <laughs> correct. Um, but in, in lots of these comments, that's what they think I am. Or a child, you know, molester or pedophile. Like, oh my God. Oh yeah, it was, oh. it was very eye-opening to how small-minded and closed-minded we are still. Uh -huh. And it just confirms that what we are doing is appropriate. Mm -hmm. It is right it's to needed. do, it yeah. is needed. And if we have a story time that involves a character and four great books, and you don't feel comfortable bringing your child or your mother-in-law or whomever, uh -huh. then you just don't come. Right. You just Nobody's don't come. It's simple as that. Yeah. You just don't come. But if you're a parent and you want to provide your child um, an eye-opening experience and let them, there's different walks of life, then by all means, we would love <laughs> to yeah. have you attend because that's what it's about. Yeah. Just love and acceptance and being who you are in a yeah. safe environment, you yeah. know, and yeah, coming and doing what you enjoy. And if it's, just hearing four books <laughs> from a drag queen, then so be it. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone posted, well, when's straight drag or when's uh, story time for straight people? <laughs> when's the heterosexual drag uh, story time? And someone posted, yeah, every day. <laughs> every other story time at the library. <laughs> It just boggles me. It just boggles me. But, yes. you know, it's fun. It's fun. And uh, who knows what will come from this? You know, the Lawrence Vibrate, they are so supportive. They have my back. You know, I reached out to them after the news and um, because they want to make sure that they are still comfortable doing this. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, they've received somewhat two negative calls. Two. <laughs> which is... Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. and one of them was um, Heather Kearns, who's part of the library. You know, she offered uh, a gentleman a cup of hot chocolate or coffee to come next time and just see what it's all about. Uh-huh. You know, which I so think... So it was a criticism by somebody who didn't even know it was. Correct. Oh, my. Okay. Didn't even live yeah. in Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. But, you know, I have to give a shout out to... Matthew Ward and Heather Kearns and Karen Allen of the library because without them, this is not possible. And without that support and the library support, like my, my big motto now, or my tagline is making um, our sapphire shine bright in a ruby state. And I feel like oh, Lawrence right. truly is our sapphire. We are the blue dot in a red state. And this is just one more way to make that shine. Yes. You know, and I, I'm just doing my part. <laughs> just doing my part yeah so you mentioned your son so how did you and, and he talk about this because of the mixed reaction yeah. he would be aware of how you were so, affected by it yeah he Keen is uh, definitely aware of different lifestyles i mean he's been brought up in um 
obviously a different lifestyle from your traditional family, a husband and wife, where I'm not has, sure how, how many of us grew up in a well, tech true. Like I'm, I'm an only child, also, single parent, you know, yeah. like, but if you think, and what, you know, our red state thinks is a family is a husband and wife and 2.5 kids and a pick a fence and a dog and maybe a cat, you know, yeah. but <laughs> he and grew up with a mom and a Jerry and a dad and, on what he'll have a Rick or a Bob or someone else in his life. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we talk about a lot. We talk about a lot with Kian because we want him to have an open mind. Um, from when he started school, you know, it wasn't going to be the easiest ride for him, you know, of what his family looks like. But, you know, just talking about the importance of what this meant for the library or for those other kids who came. Uh-huh to story time he saw he saw the differences and the boys and girls that were there and um the he's and the she's and the thems and the theirs and like he saw that and so he he completely gets it uh-huh. he's a smart kid and he knew that like i was a little stressed because of what was going on but i you don't tell them everything you know like right. but they pick up on it and so yeah. during the photos like he kept just coming up to me and are you okay? Do you need anything? Uh, Are you good? Like, which was, yeah, amazing. He's such a great kid. Um, well, but what I'm trying to get at is he definitely understands it. He knows that there is a need for that. And um, this is just my way of doing it. And so I think education wise, he's able to take that back to his friends or if he gets questioned down the road, he's able to have an answer. Um, for what his life is like or what is going on in his life or uh-huh. who his dad is, you yeah, know, like yeah. <laughs> there's no hiding it yeah. anymore that, yeah. you know, um, you're I, on magazine. Covers, I, I put on a dress for, you know, entertainment purposes and for charity. I mean, right. I'm, I'm out there so much for different charitable yeah. events. And I mean, this month alone, I did the Lawrence Humane Society's Furball. I was at, um, six mile chop house for their six mile anniversary. I was um, a guest uh, model for Cooper's Couture, which is for Cooper's Cause this month, where I I modeled a, a wedding gown, um, uh-huh. you know, as a surprise element to their event. But there's no denying or hiding <laughs> who I am, and he, and he he's supportive as long as we continue to talk about what I'm doing and what it's for and the purposes behind it. Yeah. How and it benefits others. Really what I wondered was because I assumed, as you said, that he would be aware of your being stressed, mm-hmm. even though yeah. he, of course, didn't I tried. Yeah. So, so I wondered, you know, I wondered if that was something that he, that he had some reactions to like, dad, why is this one hard? You know, um, I mean? you know he didn't, he processes a lot. He's like his mother where they process. And, uh-huh. um, but I just brought it to his attention. Uh-huh. This is what's happening. You know, this is why I'm doing it. Um, and he was fine with it. Mm-hmm. He was cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he carried my books. Like yeah. he carried the books to, to the library. And uh, he was with me when we picked out the books. And yeah. so he helped select the books that I read that day. And But yeah, I think for any parent or anyone who um, is around a child or is a mentor of a child, as long as you're open about it and you give them the information to be successful, it only (laughs) opens their mind to the possibilities, to the world, to whatever is going on in their life. It makes me think back to uh, friends who I had who uh, very a very long-term relationship committed couple of gay men. And, and my friend Charlie said, you know, the thing that he really missed was he really wanted to have a kid, but he didn't think it was, he thought it'd be too hard on the kid. And I looked at him and shook my head and I said, <laughs> Charlie, I would have much rather had you as my dad than the alcoholic oh. abusive stepfathers I yeah. had. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, so, there's so many kids out there um, that need homes, you know, yeah. from foster to adoption. Like, yeah. However the case may be, if you can put a roof and provide great support to a yeah. child and provide love. Yes. Um, That's what then we by all means, kids. bring yeah. on the, yeah. the same-sex parents. Like, yeah. 
open that up, America. Just open that up yeah. even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. And so to me, reading Rainbow, yeah, reading Rainbow and, and the events you do, drag as the art, it, it brings those opportunities for people to think about it. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who just go, it's cool. I don't want to think about it. It's just cool. I enjoy it. But I hope there are a lot of people who It's need cool. To it's think not for it. me. It's cool, but it's fine for them. But yeah. I mean, even that would go to the Transformations Gala to, to because it's, it's a fun event. Sure. And not really think a lot about what this is. Yeah. Where there are other people in the room going, "Yes, that helps me know I'm okay." Uh -huh. Yeah. So you you brought up transformations. Yeah. We should talk about that. Well, so transformations is in its seventh year. Um, it's an event where, in the past, we have had ten women um, compete for uh, ten local charities. And uh, the twist of the whole event is that they're they're paired with female impersonators or drag queens or consultants, if you will, and they're mentored and transformed into their true diva self, where they compete in a pageant style setting. Well, and they have a blast. I mean, Nadia Mephedon is a friend of mine. Jenny Washburn is a yeah. friend. Of mine. So I've known some people who've done that, yeah. and they love yeah. doing it. Yeah, right? Nadia was a. Uh, um, our winner uh, two years ago um, for Centro Hispano, they received $10,000. Uh -huh. um, Jenny Washburn, amazing, uh -huh. you know, who has competed for 100 Good Women um, two years ago. And then in our all-star year, yeah. um, this year in 2017, which was great to be um, at the Lead Center of Kansas. Yeah. Um, but this year we're, we're uh, changing it up a notch. Uh -huh. So we just celebrated our all-star year and uh, what better way to shake things up and to continue to transform um, this community is to then bring on the men. And we have 10 men who um, are in it to win it. Like they are, uh, they're ready to be transformed. They're ready to um, be a true diva and they're ready to compete for charity. Yeah. And so that's what's happening and in I January. Dimension. That is so cool. And one of your contestants is Jay Walks. Jay Walks. Whose yeah. partner, Daniel Smith, is producing this show at this moment. Thank you, Daniel. So, how much fun is that? And Clay <laughs> Burkhead, who I know yeah. from him, his doing spoken word poetry and stuff. And he works at the Merck. And I happened to see Clay after I saw on Facebook yeah. about who the contestants were. And he's so excited. So excited. <laughs> but the beard has to go. So, yeah, the beard does have to go. Um, so <laughs> female impersonation or drag queen is, uh, there's lots of forms of it. Um, from bearded ladies uh -huh. now um, in the mainstream um, to how I look at it as female impersonation or um truly transforming into what I feel is the true art of a woman, you know? Uh -huh. um, <laughs> and so the guys we met this past weekend um, had our first meeting and we talked about this, that there's no bearded women on that stage that night. It uh -huh. is truly, you are, you've got a lot of shaving or a lot of waxing to do by the end of January. And uh, some of them are like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and some of them are like, oh yeah, should I shave today? Like, <laughs> do you want me to shave now? And I'm like, no, you can shave in January. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, they're really um, learning a lot. They're going to learn a lot uh -huh. about themselves, uh -huh. how they're going to be able to walk in heels, um, to how we as men have to add hips, add body. Uh -huh. They have to do that. Like uh -huh. they have to add hips and they have to add breasts and uh -huh. like <laughs> everything a woman is graced with, which I value, um, is what we have to put on. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And so for, from layers to layers of pantyhose to to eyelashes to duct tape to duct tape <laughs> taping back their family members to like <laughs> it is truly gonna be a night of uh Crowd pleasing entertainment. Uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah, we um like I said, we have 10 men. Uh 
as of 2018, we'll have had 43 local charities be represented cool. in transformations, which is great. Um, this year alone, we have five new charities that have not been um, represented before, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, our community, uh, their eyes are starting to open more. They're starting to see the value of being represented. Um, <clears throat> even though it's not just to win a large sum of money, it's about exposure. Yes. And getting their name out there. Yeah. And For those charities. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. letting our community know what resources we have available. Like, <laughs> there's over well, close to like 500 nonprofit or charitable organizations in Douglas County and Lawrence alone. Like, you don't even know half of them. You're right. Yeah. And so the fact that we're bringing, you know, um, we're bringing light to the Sunrise Project or Baby Jay's Legacy of Hope, you know, like that is so cool in it itself. Is. That, yeah. yes, it would be great for each one of them to win $10,000 or to walk away that night with a large sum of money. But the fact that they're getting this um, exposure, uh-huh. I think sometimes means more. It's a really good yeah. thing. I mean, obviously, people, the, the charities need both. They do. But the awareness also Because maybe they you'll can walk get other away that night. Too, you'll know? walk away that night learning something more about, let's say, Baby J's, and you make a donation to them. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I would love. Yeah. I would love for everyone there that night to take away and be like, gosh, you know what? They're doing a great thing. Uh-huh. Let this year be, let's make a donation to them this year. Or uh-huh. let's give back a little bit more. Open uh-huh. that up, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we have, um, so we had our first photo shoot with the Lawrence Magazine. Um, we'll be in the Lawrence Winter Edition of the Lawrence Magazine. Um, shout out to Nathan Pettengale and Shelly Bryant. They are so supportive of this event for the past five years, I think. Wow. Yeah, um, highlighting um, this event. And uh, so we had our first photo shoot, and you could tell who... Um, stands out, who shines, who uh, <laughs> is over the top, Clay Burkhead, um, <laughs> Matt Llewellyn. Um, but then you you see that there's uh, some shyer, more reserved uh-huh. guys, but I think the reserved guys, I think once they're in face and in hair, they're just going to let them have it on that stage. Uh-huh. Like, it's truly, you know, a character or a costume, and they're probably going to be the craziest people on that stage, you know, that night. So, what kinds of things did the guys tell you about their decision? Not, not because it's transformation, but just sure. the whole idea of I'm going to do this thing as this beautiful woman. You know, what kinds of comments have you gotten about that from the contestants or the ones who applied to compete? Yeah. So, um, like I said, this past weekend we had our first meeting, and so I, I asked them, I said, you know, have you gotten any negative response or any positive response? And everything has been positive. And I'm like, well, why why did you want to do this? Because it's straight men. Uh, the majority are straight men um, who are doing this, which is great. Uh, but it's truly about giving back to the community. Like, the ones that I talked to, like, it's really about gaining awareness for um, uh, the Lawrence Community Shelter, Bill uh-huh. Gallier, who's uh-huh. a teacher at Bishop Seabury. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he um, volunteers all the time there. And so, you know, he was one of the guys who had said a long time ago that if it ever went to men, he was applying. Interesting. And we had a handful of guys that, you know, continue to just bring that up to me. Are you ever going to do it for men? Are you ever going to let men compete? Are you ever going to do it? And so finally, that's why I'm like, I know, we'll do it. But you better apply. Like, this is the time. If you're going to do it, now is your chance. Uh-huh. And so we did. We had over um, the number of applications needed, which was great. Uh-huh. So it truly became a selection process of, you know, just selecting um, the 10 contestants. And but the guys, they're they're excited for this. Like one guy, his wife was in it. 
And so yeah. he is now um, Tyson Combs, yeah. who is Carrie Combs, who is Clay Burkhead's brother-in-law. So we have yeah. a brother. So we have a past contestant, her brother and her husband. Right. So two brother-in-laws competing yes. against each other. Yeah. yeah. Which is <laughs> its own story. You yeah. Know? Like, that's its own event in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another teacher. Like, they're just all excited for the opportunity uh -huh. i don't know how else to say it because that's what it is like that's what they tell me you know they're um they've attended before they've told their wives or their significant others i'm gonna do that someday and sure enough here they are here we are yeah. <laughs> to bring to men bring on the men as my hashtag uh -huh. is used quite a bit now um bring on the men um but it's it's happening so in January, the 27th, we are back at Liberty Hall in beautiful downtown Lawrence, yeah. um, where we have these 10 men uh, transformed into a, their alter diva um, who will compete against each other. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, and I know that we've talked about this other times, and for people who don't know a lot about it, it's a wonderful event. You know, even if it weren't a fundraiser, it's right. a wonderful event. And I have to, I have, I've started morphing myself into realizing it's not a charity event, even though it ultimately benefits a charity. Uh -huh. This is just an event. Uh -huh. It's a great. It's show. not a gay event. Uh -huh. It's it does obviously have gay undertones because of the consultants and the drag queens, but this event is for all walks of life in this community. You uh -huh. know, I, I say this story before from year one when they didn't know what they were coming to. It was mm -hmm. called Transformations by Invitation Only. Uh -huh. And you had to be invited to it. And we were just shy of 50 seats being sold out at Liberty Hall, which is amazing for our first mm -hmm. year. And I remember the curtain rising um, uh, and me being on stage, you know, in heels and full drag and um just watching the audience to see who's going to get up and leave because they didn't know what they were coming to we didn't tell them oh, okay. everything that was involved and no one no one stood up no one left there was no whispering no laughing like uh -huh. they were engrossed in what was happening uh -huh. and that year we had doctors lawyers city commissioners like Anyone you can imagine was there that night uh -huh. mm -hmm. and has continued to be there um, the last six years. And so that says something. Yes. yes. <laughs> that says we're doing it. Like, yeah. this is big. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're back at Liberty Hall, which mm -hmm. is a great uh, venue for this event. And now with men, like, who knows? You know, like... <laughs> It's just a great event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't stop smiling about it because That's it's just cool. so fun, so cool. It's going to be here before we know it. You know, the guys are now in the planning stages and preparation of, like, what they're going to bring to the stage, whether in gown, which is what we call glamour. And so they are in gown that night. And then talent you know what are they going to do for three to five minutes on the stage uh -huh. some sing live some lip sync some are dancers some are magicians like again i'm always blown away with the creative creativeness uh -huh. um creativity that is brought to the stage you know our past 49 ladies were amazing they're just amazing uh -huh. you know that what they thought up and brought to the stage but now the guys they have some bigger heels to fill. You know, like I told them, I'm like, you guys have some big heels to fill when it comes to not only wearing the heels, but uh -huh. <laughs> bringing something new to the stage. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We have some big um, personalities in Lawrence that are competing this year. And so it's hard for me to find local celebrity judges, if you will. Uh -huh. So now I have to start. Uh, resourcing outside of Lawrence so we don't have a biased judge or we don't have someone who is on the same board as one of these people. You know, like, as much as I think Lawrence is big, it is a small town. Okay, Eric Stone everyone. Street, are you listening this year? I know, Eric Stone <laughs> Street, come on. 
Come on, Eric Stone Street. Come on, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Just a simple phone call would like make my world. Well, what what else is exciting is um by doing the men, by having the men, um, we were confronted and uh by um a director out of LA to do uh a short documentary on cool. transformations and the fact that 10 Midwesterners, um, male Midwesterners are going to be competing. And it's very exciting. That like is. That is really exciting. So they'll be coming out a couple times uh, prior to the event uh-huh. to, to do some filming, uh-huh. to meet with these contestants, to meet with their families, to meet with their jobs, to, uh-huh. to film them in their everyday lives. Um, is really really cool very cool it's so cool and then obviously the night out they'll be there filming and yeah just one more avenue one more door opening um to highlight this you know i keep getting asked well can we bring transformations here can transformations come to st louis can it come to arizona and so now it's like okay we've had a successful event in lawrence is it time to take this on the road Mm -hmm. Is it time for transformations in a box <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to hit the world, to hit the United States? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Kind of the parallel with Richard Renner, who does the Lawrence Busker Festival. He's right. Actually yeah. Done that for other communities. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's great. And I think by, by obtaining a uh, Best of Lawrence charity event, like we just have to keep that, uh-huh. keep that momentum and keep it going to like, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Know? And Busker Fest is one of those. Like, they're right there. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day Parade, right there. Yeah. Like, everything that they do for the community um, is outstanding. And yeah. so, as long as we're all working together and doing yeah. that and making an enjoyable night for our community, yeah. you know, then we're doing it. What a lot of pressure on you. No pressure at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. I remember last year when you were talking about transformations and you hinted that there was going to be likely something different right? for the 28th. It was needed. Uh-huh. It was time to make a little change. Uh-huh. And there, and there you have it. Cool. Bring on those guys. But Very that night, it, they won't be guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. It, and I hope in the documentary, I hope that, that they have that, that follow up filming too because you know at least for with jenny washburn in particular at times we've talked about the impact that had on her to participate in yeah. this. and it'll, it'll be really interesting yeah. to see what those i think that are. really opened her her world a little bit for jenny like and for a lot of the others like they stepped out of their box yeah so much and i know she went on to do other things yes. because of that, you yes. know, um, burlesque and you and know, then the mic drop for and Willow. the mic drop for yeah. Rollo and yeah, yeah, just it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, what I didn't say was the friendships that are built because yes. of this past contestants and consultants. There's so many friendships now. Uh-huh. Um, when we had our meeting this past weekend with the guys. Uh, you know, Taj Mastetson, who has been on yeah. on the air with us, you know, he has, what, five um, past contestants. So he comes to Lawrence every, like, six months or whatever and has brunch with them and, uh-huh. like, just gets together. And so it's great. That's We're really also cool. building friendships. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, and see, to me, that's the way that I've heard people talk about their art, whatever their art is, mm-hmm. is there's this personal benefit of creating this artist, sure. doing this thing, you know, and then there's this other level of benefit when that art becomes shared like it does at Transformations. Yeah. And so it's it's a win for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's it's the people, you know, on stage, you know, personal, challenging themselves to do something and what that might look like in other parts of their lives in the yeah. future. Like you're saying, friendships and people in the audience experiencing them. And it's like, it's, so cool. Well, I think this year alone, um, it's one thing for a woman to be made up and dazzled. Yeah. But for men, it's just, it's, it's cool. It's, uh, you know, I think the documentary should definitely highlight 
you know, the family side of things, like what are they perceiving this as? And uh-huh. what kind of feedback are these guys getting, you know, teachers in high schools, you know, like business owner, like what are they getting and how is their community, their community, you know, perceiving this and taking this and responding to this and yeah. family, you know, cause we've had family members in the past who have not supported this event, um, who have not come wow. to support their daughter um, wow. who was in it. So but it didn't hold her back any. Yeah. And I think, see, I think that's a great thing about the context too for transformations, no matter what it was this year. Our world, from my perspective, um, the election mm. in November, the inauguration in January, made it more okay for people to be hateful in public to people that are different uh, than them. I, I certainly saw that. Yeah. You know, and so I think or about feel it. <laughs> yeah. And so so here is this event coming a year after the inauguration and being in people's faces and it says that this is a very public event. It does mm-hmm. wonderful things for people who need different kinds of help in the community. Because yeah. when when we give money to organizations, it's not about we're, you know, paying the organization. It's about we're making their help available, right. you know? Right. And it's being done in this way of men becoming beautiful women and performing on stage. You know, there are going to be haters, and this is the time when we need to confront that. Yeah. And so I'm not saying this is for political motivation. No, 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 but bring but on the, the haters. Context, the yeah. context is really important. We need this kind mm-hmm. of stuff more than ever yeah you know i feel strongly about that with art we need we need art to be able to get people to pay attention and think about things differently yeah i yeah definitely support that yeah definitely get that and it will i think yeah there's no way that it couldn't you know and so that's going to be really interesting to see you know and 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 unfortunately and maybe a little bit fortunately because of what you experienced with deja's reading rainbow this time <laughs> well you, you're prepared you i know? am prepared yeah. and i'm ready for so camp magazine reached out and i have an interview with them uh i think it's actually today that i need to follow up with but um you know they sent me a list of questions and you know why is it important How, who is deja like all these things and so it's it's taken some time for me to sit down and finish and (laughs) think through those answers. But if we got just part of that um, publicity for transformations, bring it on, you know, like bring on the negative side of things because then we can educate you a little bit more. Like, (laughs) did you attend the event? Do you know what the event actually is? Like, yeah. 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 A lot of eye opening. Yeah. But for some fun things, yes. like more fun things yes. in, in my world, because I, I don't have enough. Uh-huh. Um, the end of this month, October 28th, I'm at the Replay Lounge for um, Fashion Monsters. It's a, a benefit for the Will Domestic Violence Center, and it's a true runway show um, of local collections um, featured uh, designers who will have their their art displayed on a runway, which is very exciting. So I'm hosting that. And then in November, um, I have what's called Deja's Cabaret, but we're switching it up a little bit and we're going to um, have a fun Miss Mistletoe pageant the last Thursday of um, November at Maselli's Banquet Hall. And so we have. So it's t- not going to be on Thanksgiving, but it's the the last Thursday, so the week later. Yeah, the week later, which is the thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Um. We have Taj Mustetsen, Mulan, Molten Decadence, and Genoa Stanwick coming uh-huh. from Kansas City to compete against each other for the Miss Mistletoe pageant. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So is that campy, a dinner, dinner brunch? What did you say it was? So it's actually in the evening. Okay. It's a 7 p.m. show, and uh, Maselli's will provide um, some great uh, appetizers um, uh, for a purchase, as well as um, great libations. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So fun stuff of different <laughs> kinds, and the benefit for the willow with right. fashion. That's really right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think I'm I'm starting to embrace that 
charity queen title that maybe some people feel I have in this town. So you deserve it because Transformations yeah. is huge. I mean, that that's that is a huge charity from yeah. my perspective. That you know, knowing that every year that you've done this, there's been the spotlight on these nonprofit groups right. that are doing important work in the community, yeah. and people learned about them, didn't know about them before. You know, somebody, some organization is the big winner. Other times, I think last year there was a possibility that you were giving. We yeah, in the past, fees. every year we've given um, funds. We've trickled funds down uh-huh. to every charity. So last year you did great PSAs. You had yeah. that happening for the different charities. Yeah, we had great so cool film um, on each of the charities just to highlight them even more. And you know, this year um, we we just have to do. We just have to continue to grow and morph and transform and so we'll be bringing some same elements back uh-huh. um but it's really highlighting those charities and having a fun night that's cool yeah so how did you start this whole thing with transformation <laughs> i know you've talked uh, about it before but it's yeah it's so, so transformations amazing. a friend's a good friend of mine at the time um wanted to so i compete or i competed for the title of miss gay america and uh, someday I will go back to competing for uh-huh. that title because I still want to be um, uh, the reigning Miss Gay America. Uh-huh. Um, so in October, before we went to nationals, um, she brought up, well, let's do this as a fundraiser. So drag is an expensive hobby. And that's truly what it is, an expensive hobby. Gowns, talent, hair, nails, eyelashes, pantyhose, all of that costs. All that padding stuff. And padding, yeah. hips, you know, yeah. it costs money. Yeah. So this was in October. Nationals was in October. So this was two weeks prior to me going to nationals. And I said, there's just no way we can do this. Like, and I said, but you know what? Let's think about this. And before I left for nationals, I said, you know, what? let's do this for the community. How can we do this for the community? How can we have a fun night? And so that was in October. I got back from nationals. And in January, that's when we had our first transformation. So within two months, we, you know, um, built this event. Again, not telling people what it was. Uh um, Opening the doors to, you know, anything, you know, and it happened. Um, And like I said, we just finished our sixth year. Our Oscar years. So we've had six amazing years for this event. Um, and now we're going into it with a different <laughs> a different feel for men. So that's how it started out. Transformations was gonna be um what should have been a could have been a benefit for me to compete for Miss Gay America. Uh-huh. But instead we transformed it into yeah. something different, yeah. which benefited our community. So what does it mean for you personally in 2017 to perform this art of drag? Because it's different than in 2004 when you started. Um, for me now, this is um, a platform for me to be able to uh, do what's right in our world, gaining exposure, bringing um, my art to the forefront by helping others. Um, it's still entertainment from just uh, the story times to hosting events to actually performing. It's still entertainment. And anytime I go to put on the eyelashes or the nails and the wig, like I just have to stop and think, am I doing something right? Have I done something today that makes me proud of who I am? And it's, that's what I'm doing. I'm just being proud of who I am. Um, obviously, when I started out, it was um, a boy in a dress, <laughs> and it has evolved to making a name for myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, crazy, crazy, but it's worth it. I think in the end. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and for me, I know it's it's kind of goofy, but I, I mentioned to you when we were setting up this this recording time. If people haven't had an exposure to to that. 
a great a great opportunity is to go to the things that you're doing. Yeah. And also and that movie, Two One Two One Thanks for everything, movie. Julie Newmar. It's yeah. So because what you just said, you know, I think about in that movie, you see the character that John Leguizamo oh plays gosh, yeah. transform from the little Latin boy to this beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. 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 It's the whole uh transformation. It's the butterfly. It's you know, like what can I turn into next? Uh-huh. You know, or evolve into it. Yeah. So Deja, does Deja get more elegant over time? <laughs> it's like a fine wine. It uh-huh. ages better, uh-huh. you know? Like, yeah, I think so. And it helps that people drink sometimes at shows because <laughs> then, then I become prettier to them. You know, uh, I would like to think that I have um, aged gracefully and continue to Oh, I was beautify th- myself a I little bit more. I was thinking about it as your age. I was thinking no, 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 experience I, pre- okay. <laughs> I was thinking about more experience performing. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like with any hobby or anything that you do. The more you do it, the better you become at it. Yeah, and- but Deja is. I mean, there are different from my limited experience. There are different kinds of drag personas. There are, and that's what's so great about our community. And Truly, when I say community, I mean I even mean like down to Lawrence, like uh-huh. our community. Um, drag in Lawrence is so different because we do have all walks of life performing here. We have the bearded ladies. We have the true drag um, experience, which to me, drag is dressed as girl, but drag is harsh lines. It's those harsh cheekbones. It's that really over-the-top makeup mm-hmm. um, where my makeup is more subtle and more... Uh, female impersonation, more feminine, uh-huh. um, softer, if you will. Uh-huh. So um, it also it used to be the funny joke of, about having the Nike swoosh um, for your cheeks. Like that's uh-huh. how you made your cheeks um, when you first started painting yourself uh-huh. in drag was you had a Nike swoosh. Uh-huh. Um, and if you could master that, then you mastered your cheekbone. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh-huh. um, and that is drag. Like, uh-huh. that is drag. But uh you know, Miss Amanda's show is great because she brings in different, uh, a, a variety of entertainers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I think drag is about, uh-huh. you know, just entertaining how it pleases you and uh-huh. what makes it best for you. And so I commend her for having a show um, that allows others to, you know, uh-huh. partake in it. And, uh-huh. you know, I, when I have my cabaret brunches, I bring in, you know, from people not in drag uh, who sing, Michael Deeker, who just did uh, um, Rocky Horror yay, at Michael. Theater Lawrence. Um, Cecily has been another, but I, I bring in that walk of life as well as drag entertainment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, That's cool. go Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, go yeah. Lawrence. Go yeah. the community, like, embracing us. <laughs> And, yeah. and I mean, you, I'm, you deserve so much appreciation mm. in terms of this thing that you do that has so many ripples of positive, you know, for me, you know, again, I think about people who get help from the agencies, these nonprofits that yeah. might not have been available if that money hadn't and right. you know, come to them because of the publicity, because of the donations that, you know, that, and I think about those people who are trying to figure out how to love themselves uh-huh. with whoever they are and whatever their presentation needs yeah. to be and, and gender and sexual orientation, you know, who they really are. Being and, accepted for, know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's all, all, all these levels of goodness. And, and the challenge, you know, even for the contestants of doing this thing that's so different than what they do in their normal life and yeah. what when you bump up against difference, then you get to learn some things about yourself and take some good things out into the world that are different than what you might have done otherwise. I mean, it's a huge thing. And so, yeah, yeah, I I just think about, I think about the number of people and the number of ways that people benefit from things that you're doing, from ways that you're bringing those doors wide open. open. It's not like this little super (laughs) secret or only those people go there. Yeah, no, it is open. It is open. And And I told a couple people now, I said, you know, you don't have to approve of what I do. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to understand of the lifestyle, anything like that. I don't like that lifestyle word. I'm sorry, but that's okay. But yeah. you have to accept yes. what I do. Believe and accept. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. my thing is like, 
I don't have to understand exactly how somebody knows who they mm-hmm. are. Yeah. But I need to believe them when they tell me who yeah. they are. You yeah. know? And I need to embrace them for being the person who can do what they do in the world mm-hmm. because of who they are. And I think that's that's a lesson for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's very cool. And at the end of the day, if you're proud of who you are and you, you're proud of what you've done, then it's it's a good thing. Yes, it's a very good thing. It's a, a good very thing. good thing. So for our listeners, follow Deja Brooks on Facebook and you'll yeah. be able to find out about what's going on with these different events. Yeah. And Deja Brooks and Transformations, both yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And you will be glad you may be kinder to somebody else, including yourself, yeah. because of what you experienced there. So do that, listeners. Any final word for me? I don't. I don't have any final words except thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. allowing me to to talk and to chat about my life and yes. what's happening in our amazing community. And yes. Just believe in yourself and yeah. do what's right. Absolutely. Yeah. And special thanks to Daniel Smith for producing this show, making it possible for people to hear this conversation and to go to Transformations and those That's other events. That's right. Yeah, Buy yeah, those yeah. tickets. All right. <laughs> Thank you. And so long to our listeners.